Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, okay, I don't have a lot planned for... What? Magic Mayhem. The, the podcast has started. Well, you didn't say it. I was about to say it started. I waited to hear what you said and I clicked... Record. It's too late, mate. We're starting. I don't have a lot planned for Magic Mayhem. <laughs> Strafford, have you? Let me ask you this: Have you ever had anything? Uh, last planned? week, I'd written like a whole. Oh yeah, why don't you share half the shit you were saying last week? Well, did I finish it? Nah, just get into that, and let's get into this. We- Look, mate. Do you want to operate the buttons? I didn't say anything. Is this playing? Okay, I deserve it's it for that. It's unacceptable. I deserve it for that. Why don't we just put the songs in afterwards? Because that takes time, and I've got a life to lead. Yeah, to but it sounds my horrible. The production value is going downhill. Well, if you want to get in charge of production value, you get in charge of production value. Paul's had a bad day. Yeah. He spilt some chippy bl- no. sauce on himself at the burger restaurant. Firstly, we're going to a comedy show, and Guy says two texts. Yeah. Hey, the show's at 7.15. See you there. Then he sent me a later one. See you tonight, 7.15. Then I'm driving there at like 5 to 7. He's like texting me like, I'm here. And I'm like, man, he's early. Then I get a call. He's like, I'm heading in. And I'm like, it's at 7.15. And you say... Yeah, I got the time No, wrong. it starts at 7. Still, you'd expect someone to show up more than uh, right on the time for a show. No, I got there 10 minutes early. But, um, Why don't you come to the show? I did it, but I had to stand out in the doorway outside the so door. So afterwards, Paul Clifty, he went to the show, but he just stood outside it the whole time. That's well, weird. I st- stood outside the door. I could hear it. Comedy. That's not going to the show. No, it is. You're like, how was the Metallica concert? It was awesome. I heard it from my house. No, there's a difference. It, it's like saying, oh, you I... You couldn't s- see the show. You just listened to the Yeah, audio. but it's, it's, it was a strictly stand-up show. There was no visual gags. There might have been. Secondly... How would you know? You went there. Because I, I, I could hear... You could still hear. You can't hear visual gags. No, there might have been some secret gags that weren't up to you. But I would know if uh, if one of the gags required a visual, and none of them did. And um, there was one bit where she said, I was rocking back from foot to foot, but it's like she's painted the mental imagery. Then Damn, Guy and I... actually followed the show better than I followed it. Guy and I went to... Uh, burger fuel and your burger didn't come out and you spilled sauce on yourself no guys <laughs> sauce started wobbling time. and I could see him just time he kept dipping but it was you. hanging over the edge of his plate and so then I even had time to get my hand down and almost caught it as it fell on your and leg. then it um, who did it land on well it landed on me yeah it did yeah but whose aioli was it I just turned that knob up I hope that didn't affect people's volume too much it's time for some NBA chat with the week in review week in review how you enjoyed the playoffs? Yeah. Can I... Is, I've got a couple of statements just to come in with hot on the bat. There's actually... Why don't they stagger it? So there's a, a game every day. There's too much basketball at the moment. There's two big games I want to see tomorrow. I've got to work. I can't watch both of them. It's madness. One game a day. 
Yeah. It's not Cause, enough. Because, you, you know, no, no. Well, I'm telling you this right now because in about next week, you'll be annoyed because there'll be no games because they'll be into just having two Yeah, series. that's true. But as someone who's um, uh, always unemployed, you want to have multiple games in a day. <laughs> it's good for the unemployed. I didn't realize this because no British people like basketball and it's just because the games play in the middle of the night. Yeah. I feel sorry for them. But also, it's hard for us. Um, soccer's hard for us. No, it's not. It's perfect. I watched the game today, 7 a.m. Yeah, True. that's what I'm saying. So, well, 7 a.m. Most people are awake at 7 a.m. Perfect. Oh, just when I like to go to the um, no, go down the, the pub with the boys. No, look at you, mate. Or girls. No. And um, <laughs> L- Look at you. And... Uh, <laughs> All and right. Watch the footy. Most people, Seven a.m. Most people in the Western world work on a nine to five schedule. Yeah. So seven a.m. It's not ideal because it's a bit too close to nine. But like also, also the middle of the night. What do you mean the middle of the night? When you're sleeping? Yes, it's the middle of my <laughs> eight hours. Okay. Well, you you live a weird schedule, but I I thought I said this on a previous pod. I think New Zealand's one of the best places to enjoy sport. Soccer in the morning before work. Basketball if you have a cheeky watch of the fourth quarter. In the middle of the day, it's a dr- it, honestly you can't get a better place. Imagine being in America, in like New you York. can't watch soccer. In um, Britain, you can't watch basketball. In New Zealand, best of both worlds. I think in New York, you've got all the major sports of America, hmm. and then what time would a London like football game be in New York? It would just be like late, right? Hmm. I think you could stay up and like watch like a eleven o'clock. Well, that's the thing is that basketball tip-offs in the UK, um, the NBA tip-offs are like um, midnight, which is horrible because it means you're like watching the game to like three in the morning. Yeah. Not, it's, not, it's not ideal. New Zealand, honestly, the best of both worlds. Um, so I don't know what my point was there. We've got a Twitter account. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Well, I was I was going to... It's not really ready to launch yet. Uh, but, um, we'll launch it. No, we've launched episodes. it now. This is no, the official it's not launch. ready to launch. No, it's it, not ready to launch. But if you do want to see it, nah, it's no, just no, going to look no. terrible. No, but the I'm, podcast is launching next week. The Twitter. The Twitter, sorry. The podcast so you have to launched. listen next week. You're listening to the podcast now. You have to listen next I week. I mean, they'll probably be able to find it. the launch of the Twitter account. No, I don't think they'll be able to. It's not going to be easy to find. It's not going to have me search hits because it's got no followers. I'm not following it. Um, Nick uh, Jokic. They're yeah. calling him the the Joker. I'm, I reckon that's a bad nickname. You do? Yeah. Why? He's a. It, well, it's not great. Like he's not a funny guy. He is a funny guy. Well, accidentally funny. No, like, he, the Joker. No, he's intentionally funny as well. What about when he keeps on breaking the microphone and he just seems like he's like, he's got problems. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but not intentionally. No, but that's... Call him like the clown. No, he's also intentionally funny often. Whenever he walks to the court, he has two teammates pretending to be a security. Oh, Jesus Christ. um, There's a video of him telling jokes. Have you ever watched that? (laughs) It's awesome. Honestly, watch it. I've never seen someone with such unique (laughs) joke delivery. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Um, The Joker is a bad nickname. But speaking of uh, Nikola Jokic... Uh, Magic Johnson has returned to Twitter and had this incredible take he makes me depressed on Nikola Jokic uh, two days ago Nikola Jokic has really caught my eye with his two triple doubles this series against Portland he is tweeting up a storm and all of these tweets are incredible they're so basic yeah I don't know who will win the series versus Toronto with Toronto's victory over Philadelphia to even it up, but I do know that Kawhi Leonard has been dominating the series and put on a show today, scoring 39 points. Amen to that, brother. 
arm into that. I'm just going to come out and say it. Kawhi Leonard is the new Michael Jordan. And I said that today, and someone said, you're taking that off Stephen A. Smith. There's nothing to do with Stephen A. Smith. I don't know what he said. But, like, in the series so far, he, is, he looks like Michael Jordan out there. It's crazy. Just he, does, um, he does often have a Jordan-esque um, kind of vibe. I think palming the ball really easily yeah, and palming the ball often gives you a Jordan vibe. What are you doing now? You're Goog- I told you not to Google. Dur- <laughs> it's, I told you got told off many times for Googling during the podcast. Yeah. He was looking for the quote. But no no one needs to know that. It's time it's, for... The it's no, like stand-up. No, no, it's purely audio. No, no, no. <laughs> but you... Yeah. No, nah, stand-up has a lot of visual gags that you don't get unless like, you see the show. Like if You've got no, to see the show. No, you don't. It's like stand-up. But also, if you right now decided to start doing some weird dance or, you know, doing something weird... Comment on it. No, Bring I wouldn't comment on it because people can't see that. Okay, so earlier in the year, we made predictions and bets... And I reckon we wheel them out right now. Okay. Did you write them down? Yeah, I wrote them down. Uh-oh. Well, it's not that bad. Um, we picked the top four teams in the NBA and the finalists. And Paul picked Warriors, Nuggets, Celtics, Raptors. And uh, and then picked uh, Warriors, Celtics final. Pretty good. The Celtics have gutted me. I watched them today. What is wrong? I blame Kyrie Irving. I th- I say next year he leaves and they get instantly better. Prediction. I blame Brad Stevens. I'm like, you got this dream team to coach. Every year they're like, if only he had some talent. He had some talent. And he didn't yeah, do but shit no, with no. Him. Last year he he overachieved with his roster. This year Kyrie Kyrie's the issue. I'm telling you, he's toxic. Well, okay, why why don't we right now rank the teams where where we think they are? Okay. Like the how many teams left? Eight. Ah, uh, yes. I'm going to go like this. Paul's Googling again. I'm going to go Warriors, number one. I'm going to go Bucks, number two. And that's where I think the Celtics problem maybe is. Bucks, number two. Yeah. Rockets, number three. I'm going to say Raptors, number four, but it's pretty much a tie between them and 76ers. They're very close. 76ers, number five. And then I'm going to say Blazers, Nuggets, and then Celtics at the moment look like the worst team. Although it's hard to tell if they're that bad or if it's just the Bucks are really good. Right. I don't think the Bucks are that good, though. Is that how your rankings would go, or did I do some, did I make some crazy calls there? Uh, I think the. I think you're underrating Denver and Portland. I think Denver and Portland are trash, and the only thing propping them up is the fact that they didn't have to run into the Warriors or um, Rockets. They were lucky that Denver's tanking schedule worked. I think Denver is probably the better team out of those two teams. I am very impressed by uh, Jokic, though. I am very impressed. I, I'm too hard on him. I think he's a top 10 talent, but I'm like just amazed at the maturity of the young teams playing. I think I, I'm hating on Denver hard here, and I'm sorry about that. But also, like, Nuggets don't have any fans, so it's fine. I've got more predictions here from our... Uh from our bold predictions podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! We'll get to those soon. Oh, just let me finish this. Just let me finish this thought. Um, I think the Nuggets this year are going to be the Jazz of future years. Where like this year is an aberration because they played the Spurs. It was a good series one against the Spurs. The Spurs are not that good though. They beat the Spurs in seven games, um, and now they've got the um, Blazers, who are also not that good, but I think still possibly better than the Nuggets. Even though I guess Nuggets have home court advantage back now. Um, 
So my thing with the Nuggets is this year they'll overachieve, maybe even make the Western Conference Finals, and they're so young, everyone's going to be like, wow, the potential of this team. And then Jamal Murray will kind of Donovan Mitchell it and never be the same again. I think the Nuggets and the Blazers are underrated and come conference finals. Who would they beat? Name them. any team from any other playoff series that the Nuggets or Blazers could beat. The Nuggets could beat... I think, are they, I think they're capable of beating any team in the series. You reckon? I don't know. I think I think the only team worse is the Celtics, and the Celtics are just desperately underachieving. I uh, would like to say that I predicted against... I don't think anyone else was picking the Bucks to be a top three team in the East. Mm. I said they would. That was a bold prediction at and the time. And they're the best team in the NBA. Yes. Can we d- uh, can I we said uh, Giannis MVP, <laughs> and you got you've angry. sabotaged my prediction seg- segment, but yeah. I got annoyed at you for taking... We, we did we did a crazy... Just to contextualize this, we did a crazy podcast prediction thing, and Paul's cra- crazy podcast prediction was Giannis for MVP, and um, he probably is the MVP, but there's nothing crazy about picking Giannis for MVP. He was one of the two favorites with James Harden. I had other um, crazy predictions as well. Yeah, no, no, I know. We'll get to that. I was just going through like our final predictions. Yeah, okay. The reason I thought these were interesting was just because we were quite accurate. Like you picked Warriors Nuggets, which looks really very realistic now. Um, uh, I picked Warriors Rockets, which obviously could have it was very close. It was very close there, and I still think the Rockets are better than better than Nuggets. Just the bracket didn't quite work out for them. And I picked Raptors Bucks, which I'm very happy with. And you just yeah, just just picked Celtics over Bucks, which has not quite worked out. But it's just my point being Could is that like how predictable has the season been? The fact that me and you, I mean, we're not we're by no means experts. We I are. Mean, people look at us and go, Guy and Paul, how'd you get this podcast? And the answer is, we paid the fifty dollars sign up. Was there even a fifty dollars sign up fee? I couldn't say. Um, I don't know what we did. We we called Tim and he set it up for us. Thanks, Tim. Shout out Tim. Um, but I wanted to get into bets because I think that's mildly interesting. Yeah. Um, I got out of my two hundred dollars. I was going to lose on OKC making the Western Conference Finals. Because I've been betting against our friend who's a, a classic New Zealand OKC Thunder fan since I bet that Russell Westbrook wouldn't average a triple-double for the season. Boy, did that backfire in my face as he's won it, he's done it three seasons in a row. And I've hated on the Thunder three years in a row and my bets have gone from like $50 bets up into $200 because it's a double or nothing. And um, I was really sweating that OKC when they were looking good at the start of the season was going to make the Western Conference Finals. And I'm glad that I have uh, erased that bet with Matt Clear, sucked in loser. But now, um, now we're gonna look at like other bets we've made. And Paul made a few precarious ones. Um, Paul, would you like to address those, or should I read them out? Uh, you can read them out. Paul bet me that um, the Dallas Mavericks would make the playoffs. They, how'd they go? Well, they just keep tanking. Yeah. Last year they tanked. And are they, are they tanking? They or tanked they just and not got good? Luca. No, I think they. I think they still tank. They. I think within a year or two they'll be good. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. But why'd you bet fifty dollars that you don't have? Uh, going to make the playoffs because it didn't make sense to me. They had too many players who I thought they were going to give Dirk one more kind of, you know, proper season. They brought in Dion. De- De- uh, De- uh, De- DeAndre Jordan, mm. like, he's not, you don't get DeAndre Jordan to tank. Like, he was a good get. Uh, they had, like, a, bu- a bunch of kind of veteran guys. You know, they brought in Harrison Barnes. 
I thought they were going to get Luca and they were going to make a playoff push. Instead, I felt like they just they're still tanking and. Well, they're a team built border and a rookie, so that went bad. But this next one's even more unexcusable. Memphis, you bet fifty dollars that the Memphis Grizzlies would make the playoffs. That was before they traded Tyreek Evans. I think had they kept Tyreek Evans was not the big. He get. was their third best player. Yeah. Okay. okay I'll say if this. If only they had Tyreek Evans. Oh, I'll say this. Juggernaut. No. That would have been the new Warriors. I'll say this. Mark Gasol kind of. I think him and Fisdale falling out mm. just ruined them because they fired their. Co- Firstly, I think they keep getting rid of good coaches. I think Dave Yorga is a good coach. I think Fizdale can be a good coach. Yeah, I agree with that. They get rid of them. And they brought in J.B. Bickerstaff, who I remember when I heard that, I was like, oh, that screws that. Because I was sure he was useless when he coached Houston. But I was like, they must know something I don't. Hmm. They must, like, they're, you know, this is an NBA franchise. They must know something. They must know that he does not just a guy with a novelty name. J.B. Bickerstaff. <laughs> like, that is some Mary Poppins yeah. BS. Oh, hello, it's me, J.B. Bickerstaff, <laughs> here to coach your team. <laughs> hello, Gov. <laughs> Mr. Gasol, I'm your new coach. Um, he uh, he was garbage. And I remember saying that because I was so high on Jaron Jackson Jr. And he delivered. Mike Conley, Jaren love Jackson Jr. him. Mark Gasol, love him. Tyreek Evans, I was saying underrated. Yeah, you got to remember, just the, the only reason people bet against the Mavericks and the and the uh, Grizzlies is because they're bad at basketball. I disagree. No, I wasn't going to say that. That was too harsh. What I meant to say is the West is so stacked that like it's hard to bet that the Thunder, who are quite a good team, are going to make the playoffs. And like they finished fourth or something, didn't they? Like you know, like the Jazz might not make it. Like it's so Everything hard. Everything that went is. wrong for the Grizzlies could have gone wrong. Now I've got another bit written down here, and I actually don't know where it's from. So maybe you can remind me. It says Guy Warriors champ. One hundred dollars. Did I bet you Warriors versus the field earlier in the year? I'd, the Warriors I would not have. I would not have bet that. If there's any listener, email us guyimportgmail.com. I think I might have bet Paul versus the field for the Warriors. No. to win the championship. <laughs> I I wrote it down. Who else I make the bet with? I don't know, but I wouldn't have bet a hundred dollars against. Are you sure I'm? You not get, voting. You get fired. Mate, you, I reckon beating against the Warriors to win the championship, they still might not do it. They're tied to all with the Rockets. Yes, but I reckon before the season started, I just think there's no way I would have bet. I think maybe I bet $100 on the Warriors becoming the champion. No, no, no. It's quite not a, a crazy bet. You bet the field or you bet the Warriors. Like, that's, a good, that's a good bet. And the, I, I sh- I'm not feeling confident about that yet. I mean, the, I reckon the Warriors could lose to the Rockets here. It's unlikely, it, but I think it's it is a bad. And bit. they could lose to the. They could lose to the. And the Warriors have no bench at the moment. Should we talk about that series a little bit? We'll get to the crazy predictions maybe later in the pod. Do you reckon? Um, but I thought we should okay. maybe talk about these playoffs a little bit. Um, and the Warriors. Yeah. Um, do you think the Warriors? How how do you feel with them? They're too all. Now. Uh, I think the Warriors win, but I think their series is trash to watch. It is a little bit garbage. It's, I, just, I just can't enjoy it at all. Like, just hard and dribbling up. And then just dribbling around at the top and then trying to get a switch and then just jacking a step back three. It's, it's tough to watch. The man. only thing that I hate more than um, uh, the war- the idea of the Warriors winning the championship is Chris Paul having any happiness in, in his life. Because I honestly just, I just hate him so much. Not that rationally. It's just the way he plays, the arrogant way he draws fouls, the chipper... Trash talking oh, battles he's ex- he gets incredibly into. Incredibly unlikable. And, and then yeah, Harden, Harden. It's just like, 
It's just, re- yeah, I, I guess I said this last week, but I think it's worth reiterating. Like, at the end of the day, you go like, do kids look up to him? Is this like, it's such an ugly way. Like, it's not even effective at the moment. Like, it's not even working for them. And it's just such an ugly way to play. It's Sport is a game, and you've got to place some value on aesthetic value to it. And he's just such a, ho- yeah, such an ugly way to try and win that you kind of, you can't help but root against him. And I can't believe I'm siding with the Warriors in a series, but I'm hoping for the Warriors. And, and also, and also my, my heart says the Warriors and my head says the Warriors as well, just because they do have home court advantage. And yeah, I feel like the, the chance of the whole team playing this poorly. Weirdly, the Warriors just bench has just disappeared. Yeah, Sean Livingston missing like key layups at the end of the game or in the, sorry, yeah, in the fourth they quarter. Are, they they do seem to make um, horrible mistakes. Like the mistakes in in that that series especially just seem so basic. People missing easy layups. Um, Sean Livingston just letting. Uh, there was one play where Chris Paul had had nothing on. He was getting shut down by Clay Thompson. Mm. But then um, you know everyone's ball watching and. Austin Rivers just cuts back door on Sean Livingston and just gets a layup. And it's like, yeah. what are you doing? See your man in the ball. Well, also the like Warriors the are supposed to learn. be so... Uh, they're, they're really, especially the bench, really like... And I guess, the, I guess the NBA teams are smart enough to see us through analytics. Like they lose their intimidation factor. Like when the same lineup comes out, you're like, oh man, these guys are terrifying. So many stars, so many shooters, so many legends. And then when the bench comes on, you're like, man... It, Especially if they run um, Katie and Steph on the bench at the same time, you're like, I can really make some hay here. Yeah. Um, how you feeling about Steph Curry? He had a bit. He had a better game this game. Um, yeah. Oh, he'll come right. The game before, he played that went the one that went to overtime. Hmm. He was zero from six, had four fouls, and no other stats besides a turnover. Yeah. Insane. Well, the thing, the thing about Steph Curry is. Well, I think he's high risk, high reward, hmm. but if he people online, people online, uh, I think he's the most underrated player. People online are so quick to attack him. Oh, but they and attack, they attack him. LeBron, they attack everyone, right? Yeah, but it it doesn't seem justified. He's like winning. He's like what about no James, one's been this James dominant. Harden just like averaged forty points for a yeah, season. Yeah, like until you win, what can you like? You're you're not. What are you doing? Hmm. You know, it's like you can put up stats. Stats don't impress me. What impresses you? Winning. What happens to the last... Sports. What happens, what happens the other week where you're like, I'd rather stay at a team and be loyal than chase a ring? Uh, no, well, that's a different kind of impress. That's more just like... I'm not impressed by just ring chasing, mm. but try and build something. Mm. Like but when Steph Curry can't? came to Golden State, it's like that, it wasn't a good place to be. That was not a desirable place. Supposedly he was gutted he didn't go to New York uh, he went to this team that was like Corey McGiddy and Monte Ellis mm. and like no one liked the Warriors but he didn't build the team he he became a great player and was lucky that great players they also picked great players but there's luck to that right like he was lucky he ended up at a good organization think of all the bad like look at Carl Anthony Towns up in Minnesota a team that's never been good they couldn't even be good with like K, KG is there like you know you must be thinking dang as soon as my contract expires. I got to get out of this crap hole. No, I disagree. I say try and build a, something good. Did you watch the four overtime game, Denver Port- yeah, Portland? Yeah, it was amazing. I was texting you during it. What, you, what, were you t- what sort of stuff were you texting? Are you watching this? This is amazing. This is great. Incredible. Rodney Hood. I was happy for Rodney Hood, man. 
was happy for him. Did you see when Jamal Murray um, his because I can't wait for the Nuggets to make rookie mistakes. I've been so impressed that they haven't made that many. Um, but they were so tired that when Murray's shoe came off and they had had 14 seconds on the shot clock and Jokic was just like waiting for him and the coach was like, Oh yeah, that was play. a shocker. And then he threw the worst pass like across the court. Jokic is so funny because they talk about what an assist demon he is and then you watch a game and you're like, he throws some messy ass assists. But I don't, in their last I, game, impressive, yeah. he threw a stunner where it was like oh, two seconds left and he threw that arm one to Gary Harris who got the arm one layup to seal the game basically. I've been, I, uh, he, he, yeah, mixed bag. I, I have been, I just want to temper the number of assists he gets. I think he's a great player. I think he's top 10 already, you know, pushing it top five. Um, but uh, the reason he gets so many assists is that he's leading the playoffs in assists. I'd Everything runs through him. Like he gets the ball at the top every position, basically. I want to jump on Magic Johnson's hot take and say that Nikola Jokic has really caught my eye with his two triple-doubles in this series against Portland. That is some eye-catching stuff. I am amazed that they bounce back from a four-overtime game loss. Because, like, literally, <laughs> the, the, the Mike Malone, coach of Denver, put everything on the table. Like, literally, was like, I'm going to run Jokic for the most minutes. Yeah. Jokic is not in shape for the most minutes anyone's ever run in an NBA playoff game. And uh, they lost, and it's devastating. And then two days later, days later to bounce back in Portland mm. is, is impressive. Yeah, for sure. I want to say this about um, Magic Johnson's uh, eye getting caught by Jokic's two triple doubles. Oh my god! I don't think you're, you you can say that you're like something caught your eye when it's like already a, like a a eye bona fide all star. No, like you can't say Nikola Jokic has really caught my eye. It's like. Maybe if it's someone's no one's heard of, mm. but you can't be like, man, like, yeah, this. Uh, I'll tell you what, movies really caught my eye with the the um, the box office numbers it's doing. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah, it's like going. Uh, that, it's really hey, that caught Ferrari my was really eye catching. Yeah. Do you know who caught my eye? Rodney Hood. That was bizarre. Eh? I like. Oh, hey, legend. shout out to the coach. Shout out to the coach for admitting after the game that he only subbed in Rodney Hood because he had like his other players were like injured and tired and stuff. Yeah, he was like, I did not. Uh, I'd love to say it was like a super sub, but I just put him in. He galloped onto the court, yeah. went out there and made the three big he shots and put him over to. Well, that's that, that's that's what to say for fresh legs. And I'm like, it's interesting in the playoffs. Like, was it? They should have definitely. There's no doubt the Nuggets. Jokic is their most important player, their best player, and uh, even then, you've got to sub him sometimes because you're better off. You need to have fresh legs. That's why my theory is the Raptors should um, bench Siakam for a game. And like, if we lose it, well, that's okay. It's more important that he recovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Donovan Mitchell tweeted that uh, this. I tell everyone that Rodney Hood had one of the biggest impacts on me my rookie season. Went out of his way to make sure I was good when that isn't the norm. A real dude in this league. I'm happy as hell for him. He deserves this moment. Um, praying hands, praying hands, 100, 100. Those are the what was good about that? Oh, man, I just like Rodney Hood. Yeah. And he used to play for the Cavs. Maybe he's a nice my guy. least favorite team. But nah, well, it wins you over when you hear that he's got like, um, his issues were like supposedly all kind of like, he'd get scared and stuff. Oh, do you know who else like, like didn't that? Want to get subbed in. Do you know who I heard about that? Um, Bledslow. Eric Bledsoe. Which is weird because he seems like a cocky, arrogant player. Yeah. yeah. Is that him talking about for the um, Bucks? I don't know. You've just said that. 
does Bledsoe play for the Bucks? Eh? Yeah, 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 I get him confused with Eric Are you thinking Gordon. him or Chris Middleton? Nah, Bledsoe. He, he, had, he has like anxiety problems and like gets nervous. He's had, he gets butterflies he's had since he's 11 years old. Great honesty, wow. but also that kind of explains why he's so up and down. I guess like the first few shots are important for him. But to be fair, a lot of players probably suffer from this. It's just like very few of them actually admit it. Yeah. Um, do you think that teams should be... Nate Duncan was saying that teams should get an extra foul in overtime. And I was like, that makes sense. And I... Don't like it because I'm like the last thing. Are we you talking want. about players? Like players, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you, it was a problem that players started fouling out, and you notice in overtime there's a lot less fouls because you're everyone's on four and five and can't afford to foul out, you know. Yeah. And so it's like, why not go? Everyone gets an extra foul for overtime. But I like the fact there's less fouls in overtime. Yeah, same. I think, like, I, I was looking at the stats before, and it, it didn't really jump out. But watching the Rockets. Warriors, it just seems like they just foul so much. And, like, such annoying fouls where it's like, yeah. man, just don't foul them there. Like, it's such a bailout. Just, just. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't foul. Like, I know Harden's only goal is to get fouled, but just Look, foul we're all less. hoping Harden had a great game today, statistically, but we're all hoping he goes out and we can just mock him for the rest of his career about being a being a choke artist who sucks. But if he wins like this, jeepers, the NBA is in a bit of trouble. Though I think they do need to sort out the refing around that. Um, we'll do embarrassing predictions soon. Uh, I, I just wanted to say that I think every series is going seven. I tweeted it, and I regret saying it a little bit more right now, considering I've just seen the Bucks go 3-1 um, up on the Celtics. Celtics um, have got to come back. No, I think they could be done. I, I Bucks are quite good. But, but on paper, the Celtics should be awesome. But I think it's Kyrie. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Just don't play him in the next game as an experiment. Mm. Sure, you might lose. But, but it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Because even after the game, like his attitude sucks. I looked on Celtics Reddit, and they're just sick and tired of him. They're <laughs> all like... Well, that's, yeah. They're, they're all just saying like, Man, we just don't care about. I don't him. think he, it's his fault though that you just can't guard Giannis. Like, I, I, I guess no, you but there was like crazy plays. Like, there was one play where he, him and Marky Morris were kind of both marking Giannis, and Kyrie's like, go over there, like pointing at him to go mark Chris Middleton, who's spotting up in the corner. Yeah. So Jan, um, so Kyrie can mark Giannis, and then Giannis just dribbles around him and does a layup. You know, he's well. He doesn't really even dribble around him. He just dribbles and just does a layup over the. T- he's twice his size, mm. and it's like, why get whatever Morris brother is on the Celtics? Like, why send him away? You go away. Mm. You're five foot tall. Wake up. Yeah, but yeah, it's just. And he seems to just constantly, I think, be getting mad with teammates and stuff. I think he's the toxic. He does seem presence. like a bit of an idiot, like with all the weird quotes he's doing now about like. Um, like the aura of the basketball and stuff like that, the spirit of the basketball, whatever he's doing. Yeah. Um, anyone who's watching the NBA League Pass app, 
Mm. They're doing pop-ups now. I don't know if you've ever seen that. On the phone, if you log in and watching the game on your phone, which I often do, it's great. Watch it in bed, watch on the toilet. I just watch games all the time. Um, they have pop-ups and they're like the most annoying. I've tried to figure out if you can switch them off and you can't. Yeah. And it's like, uh, who do you think will win the game? Rockets or Raptors? And then you vote, uh, sorry, Raptors or Sixers. And then you vote and then it comes up with percentages of who voted. And even at the end, they have, did you enjoy this feature? I clicked no, just to see what the stats were. 21% no, 79% yes. I reckon they've rigged it. There's no way 79% are I like, think I you'd be this. surprised. Even if you... It covers... The, a phone screen's already tiny. Having a pop-up in the middle of a phone screen, don't they know that's what people hate on... And but I just... You maybe just know they're going to use it for iPads. ads in the future. Even then, it's like... You just don't want to pop up on the screen. Oh, you have to press the X to make it go away. It doesn't go away after time yeah, as well. Yeah, that is crazy. You can surely turn it off. You can't. Okay. I've had a real good look at it. I mean, um, guyimport at gmail.com if anyone knows a way to turn it off. But I'm I'm 99% sure you cannot turn it off. Um, shout out to the Raptors. Did I say Kawhi is the new Michael Jordan? Yeah, you said I just fell in love with him that last game, eh? It was so impressive. Uh, I hate the rest of the team because they're a bunch of shitheads. Sayakam, you're okay because you're injured, but the rest of them... I mean, I know Gasol and Larry played okay next game. I think, on paper, the Raptors should crush the 76ers. I, 76ers might have, like, bigger stars, but Embiid seems to be sick or injured or something. I don't know what's going on with him, but he's got major problems when he goes from... He goes 8 points, 8 points, 30 points, 8 points. But the Sixers, the, the Raptors, I think, have got so many names. When you consider a, but Serge Ibaka comes off the bench for them... Uh, and just Lowry, Gasol, like they should really be creaming the Sixers, I feel. And the, the series oh, has been way no. too tight. They're going back to Toronto, though, so I, I still have faith. And shout out to um, Kawhi, but he's just had way too much weight on his shoulders. And he's, yeah, I hope he never leaves because he's, yeah, he's a very impressive. Wherever he, I enjoy watching him wherever he plays, but hopefully it's in Toronto. Yeah. Thank you, Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, I thought that was, I thought that was, all right. Um, I had another. I had another take. This is going to be a Reddit post. I'll just say it now. That was an embarrassing thing to say out loud. That I always. Sometimes you just talk too much, eh? I just talk too much. Um, I reckon. I don't think players in the NBA go out to intentionally hurt other players, but I do think players are douchebags and reckless. I guess this is guy I've been thinking. Let's just segue right okay. into it. So. People think Draymond is dirty and con intentionally poking Harden in the eye. I think Draymond is definitely dirty. I think Draymond is an asshole. I think he's reckless. And I really don't like watching him win. I, I enjoy him as, him as a player, but I don't like watching him injure people or kick people or something like that. But I don't think he's intentionally like, you know, I'm going to do this game. I'm going to start working on Harden's eye or I'm going to start kicking Stephen Adams in the nuts. I think he just plays a reckless style of play and does a lot of injuries. And, you know... The, yeah. Is I, this the point? Is that the end? Yeah. Well, people think yeah. that Harden is... In uh, he's intentionally poking Harden in the eye and show evidence of two pokes in the eye. Yeah. Both, I think, are pretty... In basketball, when you play, people get poked in the eye all the time. Yeah. Like in a game, well, it'll happen once a game, no, someone gets poked sure. in the eye. The, the craziest was Zaza Pachulia. Because, you know, he always just seemed like... There was one play where... We're he, going to go, I, I can't believe you agree with me. That's the weird thing about this podcast. We're going against the grain here. Most people, I think... Think Zaza is a dirty player. I know that's what I'm saying. It was crazy how people hate Zaza. Like people are like worst people. Uh, number two, Hitler, and coming in at number one, Zaza Pachulia. Like mm. 
Zaza should be like a beloved NBA player. Nah. Because he, he injured like two people and then... But n- there's no... M- m- like, he's just Gumby. It's Zaza Pachulia. He's yeah. so Gumby. He's oh. falling over his feet half the time. He's like stumbling around. Uh, yeah. The guy's not in control of his body. He's like eight foot tall. I, I, I think slow-mos really make things worth... And, and, worth. and, and, and don't get me wrong. I think... Um, Injuries do happen. We've seen a number of t- times in this playoffs when you get really fired up, and it happens in pickup ball as well. Uh, did it? Was it Lowry tried to kick Simmons in the nuts? Um, Simmons out, outward someone like you definitely. I think Lowry is very dirty. I think Chris Paul is incredibly dirty. But I, but we, when we say dirty though, I think we mean like they do. You do reckless things, and I think Draymond is definitely the king of this. You do you you flail about your arms and your legs in a reckless way, but I don't think you're intentionally like, hey, here's my strategy. You're just like, if someone falls on you or saying you're like, you will kick out or something like that. Yeah, for sure. That is, that's a, that, that, this is a, I think this is a, a hot take. I mean, you're, you're really taking the heat off it by just agreeing with me 100%. But um, No, I think that duty plays do happen. Stuff, that stuff does happen. Uh, the In other the day, Siakam tripping, tripping and beat. No, yeah, no, but he's just like he's it's just like stuff and beat, and he just like takes a kick at him. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, no, no. Well, they're like good friends, and and, and the, laughed about it shortly in, after. In the, sa- in the same but way, in the same way that like a player misses a layup and then like punches the stanchion. It's like yeah. you're not trying to beat up the stanchion. It's just like the aggression on the court. One I'm not thing, saying it's good. Someone shared a clip of um, PJ. I think it was not in today's game, but in game three, but. PJ Tucker going to the bench, sitting down, mm. and then a, a Rockets staff member walks up to him with a, a, some water and a towel, and he smashes the towel out of his hands aggressively onto the ground, and then it looks like he says something kind of angrily to the guy. And I was just thinking about how, like, in sports, is one of the few kind of industries, well, yeah, where, or like, workplace, where that would, like, kind of just go unpunished. Yeah. Because, you know, like, if you were, say you're in an office. Yeah. And you're fired up over something, and then like um, <laughs> fired over over the quarter quarter uh, reports. Then Michelle from accounts comes and says, like, "I made you this coffee," and then you smash the coffee out of her hand, and you're like, "Get out of here, Michelle!" <laughs> like you would be like suspended, yeah. I think, for like a few. Like you would, yeah. you like you'd be like, "Don't come into work for the next two days." Yeah, right. You have to write an an apology to Michelle. We're not paying you for the next two days. And then come back on Friday or whatever. If you checked into a but meeting, then and it's just like PJ Tucker. If you're PJ Tucker, it's like, yeah. I mean, he might have apologized later or whatever. But it's just crazy how I'd say maybe movie sets are the only other place where that kind of exists. Where like, um, you know, well, Christian Bale, acting legend, could just be like, "You won't go trash my scene. I'll trash your lights," and could just lay into a guy and then just. Receive no punishment. I think. Well, I, 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 don't, I actually. Now that you say it, see, I was with you a hundred percent. I was like, yeah, that's sports, that's adrenaline, that's testosterone or whatever. But when you brought up the Christian Bale segment, I was like, that's just power, right? Like Christian Bale gets paid yep. fifteen no, million. No, no, but that guy pays twelve. So that guy's paid gets paid twelve dollars an hour. No, right? he, I doubt he'd get twelve. But um, what eleven dollars an hour? No, no, he was like the top, like the top lighting guy. My point is, is that he's not getting paid. He's getting paid less than a yeah, million yeah. dollars. No, so no, like Bale's getting paid I so think much more than him. There's a power I dynamic. I think there's, but I think no, there's a power dynamic between PJ Tucker getting paid millions. Yeah, and thing and this. No, but in sports, boy. it makes sense. In movie sets, it makes less sense. I think it makes more sense in sports because the Houston Rockets yeah. want to win the next game. So it's like we're not going to sit him for the next game because. We need to win this game. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the Houston Rockets. 
We're talking about over aggression in the workplace. Yeah. Why is winning the next game? Well, they're like they're not going to suspend him because. He's an important piece to their on-court team. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, oh I thought the NBA would suspend him or something like that. No, no, no. I was thinking like, I mean, it's but the point is, it's, it's okay issue. because sports is like an extension of like fighting or like ancient Greek, yeah, Greco-Roman I guess. or something. I was like, you need adrenaline and aggression and stuff like that as part of the game. Whereas yeah. acting, I guess Christian Bale might have been doing an aggressive role. Yeah, he was. It was Terminator Salvation. Damn, so I haven't worth seen it. it. But, but 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 when you mentioned the Terminator one, I was like, "Hey, that's actually probably not okay." And it's like, just his job's important too. Just because you're highly paid and a superstar doesn't mean you can. I don't think either. Him. I don't think either are okay. Yeah. Well, that, 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 well, this is just that. my this is my my thinking. And then and then when I thought the Christian Bale thing's not okay, then I was like, "Oh shit, the um the NBA one's not okay either. It's just something we've just put up with, and yet maybe it needs to change." Mm. No, but I think as long as like after like. I think it's okay in sports to be like heat of the moment, get mad at a staff member or something, as long as like afterwards you clear it up. But I reckon they often don't apologise, eh? Probably. Uh, who's to say? That was interesting, though. That was, yeah, okay, was, well, I'm glad was I brought a, it up. That was an interesting thought. Um, yeah, we do need to introduce the term shithousery, though, which is uh, uh, like a Sergio Ramos football term, which is like for like a a roughhouse, uh, a Roy Keane kind of player a player who is uh like a little bit aggressive or you know can be like a little bit fighty a shit house or, or yeah. someone who goes out there to intentionally disrupt with physicality yeah and i think draymond's definitely there i think draymond does want to hurt and intimidate and yeah. injure other players but i just don't think it's like i don't think he was intentionally trying to poke james Harden in the eye twice I oh, think yeah. eye pokes just no that's crazy in the heat of the game like because the thing is people forget that the, a lot of these guys are Pretty much friends. Like I'd say, James Harden and Draymond Green. Are f- I'd describe them as friends. Wow. How do you know about their relationship? I don't, but I would choose to describe them as friends. Do you think if you're a referee, uh, <laughs> you seem so proud of yourself <laughs> that you said that? Um, <laughs> do you think if you're a referee, you'd practice doing the jump ball balls? You think practice yeah, doing the toss? It's very hard. It is hard, but do you like they? Think they about had it, a though. shocker the other day. But every day, do there they was wake only one point five seconds left. Rockets, oh, and Chris Paul um, drives in. Firstly, he just jumped over the line twice, like yeah. or at least once. But he jumped early twice, and like I don't think there's a rule for that. But he crossed the line. I think there is a rule. I think that is a violation, and you, it's other he, teams. Walk. He definitely crossed the line, which is a violation. I'm, I know that for a fact. Is and it? so then it's what is this fact? You know, if you do a jump ball and you step over the line, that's a violation. Is yeah, it? I'm pretty sure that's a violation. I don't think it is, is it? Yeah, it is. Um, and right, well, he's, yeah, he's but three. anyway, he Horses. went early twice, and then on the third one, he fouled him. He just jumped up and just smashed and just smashed him. And um, but is this not playoffs in general though? Like yeah, but I don't, like I don't like pressure. that. I don't like that thing where it's like, oh, the refs aren't going to call that when it's a, you know there's one point five second and it's close game. But it's like I just think no. they should they you, you, there's rules yeah, and you should just call the rules. Yeah, but the other thing that just but when you watch a game though, when, but no, but w- I think just to temper that for a second, when you're watching a game, there's nothing more annoying than like a major play when you're so excited for like what's going to happen this last 1.5 seconds mm. for that to be decided by a line violation by Chris Paul. No, but teach him a lesson, or people just break the rules. Yeah, but yeah, but people break the rules all the time in general in sports, especially at but the end of the game. And that's what I'm saying. You can't decide the game on something that has no consequences, really. What do you mean has no consequences? Like the like jumping, crossing the line on the jump ball or whatever has no real consequences. They wa- he won the jump. He fouled him and he won the jump. 
So it's like. So what you're saying is blow the whistle, foul, give the Warriors a even free throw, have them go down the other end, and like basically end the series. Even based today, on a foul on the jump ball, like, a minor foul. No, 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 no. Just. I think just the rules are there for a reason. I don't like when it's like, oh, but it's close. Like, let's not stick to the rules. Uh, you can, there's ways to follow the rules without like throwing the, the like completely ruining the. But like today, James Harden, they were up two shooting free throws, and uh, I'm not saying James Harden's the only one who does it, but they just um, shoot and just cross the line yeah. on free throws. Yeah, but man, you don't want to see... This is the... I do. I hate James Harden. Yeah. And to see him just breaking rules, yeah, it's like the punish Warriors him. will break it next position. Yeah, and call it. But you, then game game five... Your mind. Okay. You game look, five, they won't do it. This is they'll, the shoot, they'll follow the rules if you is, call this, it. No, this is the Western Conference Finals, though. No, it's not. You can't just... Oh, we, uh, sorry. This is the Western Come Western Conference Finals, they'll be shooting free throws We're, how you're meant to shoot This is the them. Western Conference Semifinals... If it has very little outcome on the game, those little it's huge. Things don't get if James Harden makes those free throws, both free throws, they go up by four. That's huge. Yeah, he missed them. He missed one. He missed he? one. Yes, but so the thing is, both well of them. For him, his cheating. What was he doing? He was stepping over the line. Yeah, he's just going early on both of them. It's pretty. It's a pretty minor thing. Like you'd, I reckon you'd be more annoyed it's if the if they go end of game because um, Chris Paul has uh, jumped too early I on hate a tie. Chris ball. Paul. I would love that. It's always okay, players you so hate. What if it's players play? you like? No, no, no. It's you notice it on players you hate. No. And that, 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 I think, is definitely the case with Draymond Green. It's like, in the NBA playoffs, it's so rough and physical. And I don't think people watching on TV realize that, like how aggressive uh, like just a men's basketball game is, especially at the playoffs intensity. It's like insane how fast and physical and powerful these dudes are. Like, if you called every ticky-tack thing it would just turn into an absolute nightmare. And you've got to accept that both teams are pushing the limits. To, and as long as they're not getting a real unfair advantage of, Chris Paul, with his early jumping, should have been told off. And then you're right, if if he gets a warning and then still does it, then um, uh, maybe call it. But um, yeah, it's you can't you can't decide series in big games. I, I think even the Warriors it. would say that. It's like, hey, a lo- we're not, we're not going to... Warriors we don't want the t- We don't want to call like minor lane violations. On the baseline. You don't want to call minor lane violations. But imagine the other way. Imagine if they hit a three off, if the Rockets hit a three off that. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. I wouldn't. The only thing that was a bit dodgy was the ref's throw, and that's why I was like, how often do refs practice those throws? They are hard, I understand that. But I was like, yeah, if a if a hooker in rugby can throw the ball down the middle of the line, oh, actually they can't. Another do thing Harden that. does is watch him on free throws because it's weird seeing... Firstly, it's weird that the, I think they put him in the rebounding position. Mm. Like, they put him, he's on one side often, and he tries to put the shooters off by moving his hand up to his face real fast when they shoot. So, like, if Kevin Durant's wow, shooting free throws, analytics. I've never heard of this. Um, James Harden will stand there and he'll go like this. And I know that this is a visual, uh, an audio medium. So he'll like raise his hand up to his face like quite fast. Coughing, yes. And then today someone else was shooting. I think Kevon Looney was shooting and he just did a, like a kind of little um, glitch with his body. So all I'm saying is when you're watching that series, I've watch Harden on I mean it's not big, this but it's just like, like it's just like sounds insane. it's just like dirty. I mean it is I think I, there are rules about it. I think it's pretty minor. Well, I know that's what I'm saying, but it's it's just dirty. It's like such a scumbag I, move. I, I think. don't think so. I think you're overreacting. I think it's fine. So Okay, like it's not a scumbag move. Yeah, I don't think so. What is it? 
just a, a good uh, move. No, I don't think it's a good move. I don't, I'm not even convinced. I haven't seen it. I I'm think you can only be a good move or a skim or bit. Skim. You just seem like you're like hallucinating it. Am I gaslighting you? No, I'll put together a... Yeah, I am gaslighting you. I'll put together a Yeah, um, it's, it sounds montage. Like re- if that is something that's regularly happening, I, I mean, NBA Reddit would be all over that, Matt. Check it out. Um, do you want to look at those crazy... You've wanted to bring out those crazy predictions. I'm sorry I left it to the end of the pod. Guyimport.gmail.com if anyone wants to send us an email, questions, thoughts like that. I know we did have a few that I have not pulled up to read. This is normally where the emails would happen. It's been a good pod. So earlier in the year, we did a crazy predictions pod where we also rated the spiciness of our predictions. Okay, so here are some quotes. Guy, there's no way James Harden is better than LeBron James. Hasn't aged well. No, I think 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 that stacks up. One guy's carried his team of outcasts. Did you write down like what I said? Is that what you did? Yeah. Because I thought it was like predictions. Okay. I think LeBron James your is better than James Harden, and I agree with that statement today. Your bold prediction, Ben Simmons will be MVP of the NBA next year. That, was a cra- it wasn't, a, that wasn't a bold prediction. That was a crazy prediction. And it was, I mean, looking back on it now, I would d- describe it as insane. As I don't know why I put any stock in Ben Simmons, because he's very flawed as a basketball player. And I think his potential is unbelievable, but like watching him in the in the Raptors series, I'm like he'd almost be better on the bench. I don't, don't ask me who who they'd put on instead, but just someone who's a shooting threat to space the floor a little bit. The 76ers will be a third seed, is a, I think another thing you said. I said well, what, what, what where Giannis, did they finish? I don't know. Fourth. I said Giannis. You can't throw out the predictions and then not know what the answer is. They finished fourth, didn't they? Uh, I guess. Well, they finished third. Maybe. Maybe third, I think. Did I nail They it? finished third. So I, na- I that was pretty good. Yeah. Was that, that's not a crazy prediction, though. No, I think that was the safe prediction. I said the Bucks would be the third. And um, I probably thought that was high, and they ended up finishing first. I got um, ridiculed online for saying the Bucks were going to be a top three team. Okay. They ridiculed you, mate. People. You seem to be getting ridiculed a lot online, mate. Maybe you should take a break from the old internet. It's really roasting you. Um, I said Giannis would be the MVP, and you... Re- replied that it was not a hot take that him and AD were the f- um, Anthony Davis were the favourites. Um, I I rebutted that Harden was the favourite, and you said no because he's going to he's going for a championship. Yeah, so I thought Harden this year would chill out on his massive scoring because he was going to do well in the playoffs and uh, or trying to focus on the playoffs like most serious contenders do. And uh, yeah, I was r- I was wrong on that because he. They started terrible, and he had to like play like he single-handedly like pulled the Rockets into a good position, right? It's crazy. I said the Dallas Mavericks will make the playoffs. Guy said crazy. They have a terrible lineup. Most of those guys are heritage players who should be in the Big Three. <laughs> um, we should watch the Big Three. Yeah, it looks awesome. I'm like the Big Three in a couple of years, better than the NBA. Looks great. I want to watch Catino Mobley play. Like, awesome. Okay, your next bold... Gilbert pre- Arenas? Awesome. Your next bold prediction was that Luka Doncic was really going to struggle. Oh, yeah. That is, this is the... Uh, there's two things that I've said that have been haunted me, and one is that Ben Simmons will win the MVP. And I, I'm, I'm fine with that because it was supposed to be a crazy prediction, and it was. But me shitting on Luka Doncic, boy, did I stuff that up. Like, everyone was predicting him. I don't know why I decided to go... I, I, I tacked when everyone else ticked. Uh, I zigged when everyone else zigged. Yeah, you said that he would struggle based on athleticism, based on his oh, first no. preseason game oh, against Jesus. the Beijing Ducks. <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry. Okay, uh, I came out with a bold prediction that, again, Dallas Mavericks based, that they would be the best defensive team in the league. Uh, according to this, oh, they're not even on this ranking. They didn't make the ranking. <laughs> they did not. According to this, they did not make the <laughs> ranking. Um, although, whenever I wrote this down, they were 12th at the time. Okay, I said that the Spurs would be the third seed in the West. They finished 8th. Did they? Oh, sorry, 7th. Yeah, they played the Nuggets. But were the Nuggets the 1 seed? No, they are 2, sorry. Warriors are 1. Oh, wow, they did. Um, yeah, so the Spurs finished 7th. Uh, but they, I mean, I mean, they weren't... They were five games off the third seed. Yeah, every team in the West was pretty close. Um, okay. Uh, so, okay. Your bold prediction? Your bold prediction was that the Celtics would win the championship. Mm. I said, uh, not crazy at all. Celtics are extremely good. Um, so what, so what, what, was, you, what, what was weird about that is that in our top four, we must have predicted that like a couple of weeks into the season, right? Because these in our top four, I didn't pick the Warriors or the Celtics as one of the top four teams in the NBA. No, I think we did those predictions later. These yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what I'm saying. These these crazy predictions before. I guess I guess it was... Remember, this was supposed to be a crazy prediction. And my crazy prediction was obviously not the Warriors or Rockets or an obvious team. It was Celtics. Because yeah. my theory was that a Western, an Eastern Conference team's got to make it, and my pick of the East was, at that time, the Celtics. You did say... And then I saw them play, and then I was like, it's Raptors. You saw the Golden State Warriors will, r will run into problems this year, possibly injuries. And I feel like you've been right. They're, they're, they've not looked good the last two games. Um, weirdly, though, I mean, I guess I guess Boogie's injured, but, like, weirdly, they are healthy, though. Like, I guess Curry has been a bit injured, but... Um, Iguodala looks amazing, right? Like, it's just such bad luck for the other teams that he, this guy, they got this, like, 40-year-old guy on their team. I mean, I remember when Iguodala was playing, like, 2002, wasn't he? Like, it's like, he's been around for so long, played for Philly. And, like, maybe 2002 is a bit of a push there. I, may, I regret saying that out loud. My point is, he's very old, and he's dunking. He's leading the playoffs in dunks. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Okay, my next bold prediction was that the Rookie of the Year was Kevin Knox. I said he'll be the Donovan Mitchell of this year. Um, and uh, he has put up some big numbers. He scored 26 points a few times. I wrote that at the, at the time of writing this. But he might have scored more since then. It was then. a good prediction in but terms of like often the rookie of the year goes to a guy who puts up big numbers on a bad team. Yes. Bad team. and That was a good crazy pick. I'm on NBC Sports uh, Washington, and they did their rookie of the year rankings. And they put okay. Kevin Knox at five with a photo, weirdly, of Emmanuel Moutier. They did not know what Kevin Knox looked like. Also, um, I feel like you cherry-picked that stat by just go looking for something where... No, he, no, no, I clicked on... The, I just Googled just then. I Googled Rookie of the Year rankings and clicked on the, the first link. I'll click on now the... C oh, okay, Rookie Lad at NBA.com. Googling in this pod, I've noticed. Uh, well, people don't need to know that. They could think I'm just saying this off the top of my head. But um, I'm now going to NBA.com, a famously good website, uh, so to bad. see their rookie ladder. And their rookie ladder has Luca number one, Trey Young number two, DeAndre Ayton three, Marvin Bagley four, Colin Sexton five. Just missed the list. He's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that happened in real time. But that well. was just week 21. I don't know when that was. Jesus Christ. Should um, we wrap this podcast up? Well, we'll, just, we'll go through a few last-minute mixes. Um, I was like, you could save these for next week. 
I said uh, it was the most talented. Bit of fun for next week. Draft class. Uh, I said Jonathan Isaac will win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, it could be a really talented. Um, uh, what Jonathan Isaac? Uh, draft it, class. It, it is. The reason it's I don't like reading these ones back is because they are crazy predictions. They're not like it's cool if one comes true, but like they're not realistic. Yeah, this could be one of the most talented draft classes. I like that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Actual predictions versus crazy predictions. Like, yeah. obviously, if you asked me to predict who's going to win, I would have said Warriors. Well, I did say Warriors. This is one that hasn't come right. My De- crazy you said prediction. Denver will have a fire in their stadium. Yeah, that was a crazy prediction. I said there's going to be oh. a fire in the Pepsi. And I wrote team. on Monday, November the 5th, Jamal Murray caught on fire and scored 48 points in the Pepsi Center against the Celtics. Yeah. Um, cool. Are you glad you read out those last ones when I said we should just wrap up the podcast? Uh, yeah. Stand by it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening from the bottom of our hearts. Is from the bottom of your heart, Paul? No. Um, it's been a bloody ripper. Enjoy yeah, the NBA I action. I wouldn't say that. What? I don't know. It's weird to be like, man, we, na- we nailed that episode. Oh, I, oh sorry. Actually, no, I didn't mean to talk about our podcast. I was, I was more going to say about, um, I meant like the playoffs. Like, honestly, this has been such good playoffs in terms of Every series being close. As I said, I actually thought before today's Celtics loss, I actually thought that every series could go seven. And yeah. I still stand by that in every series except for Celtics Bucks, which looks like it's over. They've um, got to come back, man. They've got to win the next one. I think, they're, I think they're defeated in their heads and in their hearts. Yeah, um, the Celtics just look horrible. But you, the listener, are in our head and our heart. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Guy Williams. And I don't do that anymore. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.